Yeah, it's sports talk from the three bros. Something you can bet on like Pete Rose. And you better not miss it like some free throws. Giving taste is more accurate than Drew Brees throws. And it might get explosive like some C4. We just giving you a look inside the peephole. So if you got a weak take, you better keep those. Or get your cheeks swole when you step into the ring with the Amiibros. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy 85 from the Amiibros podcast. And unfortunately, I have to drop a, a special 85 Weekend Picks podcast on the passing of Kobe Bean Bryant, a former Los Angeles Laker, one of the greatest athletes of all time. And, um, you know, what I see a lot of is, and anybody that listens to the podcast knows, I'm really big on revisionist history. Like, don't don't try to change what you said or how you felt, et cetera. I'm seeing a lot of people who are obviously rightfully so talking about the greatness of Kobe. And to be 100% honest, I was never really a Kobe fan of him as a player. Um, for me, you know, obviously I understood and recognized his greatness, but my, my three favorite players in, in order of time was Reggie Miller, then Tracy McGrady, and now LeBron James. And, you know, Reggie, Lost in the finals to Kobe Bryant in 2000. Tracy McGrady was one of Kobe's uh, rivals in the early 2000s and LeBron in the, in the latter stages of his career. And, um, you know, I think, is there a better compliment of respect than hatred of your opponent? I mean, I think nobody really hates bad players. You have to have a, a certain level of greatness to, to truly be hated, and which is one of the reasons why when you look at Kobe and you look at his career and, and his achievements, there's such a uh, duality to it of, you know, some people consider him as, you know, the greatest player to ever walk the planet or, or, or you know, the the hero, one of their favorite players of all time. And some some people look at him as, you know, a lesser version of Michael Jordan who, um, you know, maybe ball hard or whatever they call it. But on this podcast, I really don't want to get into Kobe the player as much as Kobe the man. And I think that's one of the things that, um, you know, my twin brother, who obviously you guys know from the podcast, if you listen, is a huge uh, Kobe fan, um, has been for years. And, um, you know, we we argue back and forth on Kobe LeBron stuff. But one of the things I've said over the, the, the past few years, as I said, it, it was becoming tougher and tougher to dislike Kobe. Um, when you see what he stood for, you see the the um, the grace that he, he accepted LeBron coming to the town and, and, and you know, taking some of the spotlight that, that he had garnered over the, those years. When you looked at, you know, all the work he, he did on uh, details with ESPN, with breaking down different players' games, when you looked at, um, you know, him having so much so much work ethic to be able to, um, you know, put together a cartoon that wins an Oscar, wins an Academy Award. And, you know, you look at some of the statements that he says that are, I mean, that resonate to the day about, uh, you know, he has a statement, I don't think this is verbatim because I'm going off memory, but, you know, he talks about pain not being, um, you know, when you, when you feel pain, that, that doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. Uh, it's just your body telling you that if you continue to do this, then it's going to change. And, um, you know, I think Kobe not only changed, you know, what we saw from, you know, what is, you know, great work ethic from an NBA player uh, or an athlete, but he... He also changed what we what we viewed as a um, you know as a athlete post post sports. You know, he seamlessly transitioned from being um, this you know ruthless uh, cut your throat to, to to win at any cost type competitor 
um, which I, I'm sure you had that in a lot of other areas, but to transition into being, um, you know, the, the father that goes to the kids' basketball games and coaches his daughters um, to the guy who, who um, takes a lot of young NBA players, even from rival teams, you know, Jason Tatum from the Celtics and, and works with them and helps train them. Um, and you look at a lot of the players throughout history that talk about, you know, working with Kobe and about how they saw that work ethic and how that infiltrated their, their thought process and their psyche to realize how hard it really takes to work to be great. But on the other side, I look at it and I say, you know, I'm 34, turning 35 in a couple of weeks. And, um, you know, Kobe was only 41 years old. And I think this is what happens a lot of times when you, you grow up watching an athlete, you grow up, uh, you know, idolizing these these uh, players is you forget the humanity of it. You forget the fact that, you know, Kobe is roughly six years older than I am. Uh, you know, he's got four daughters. I have two daughters. I look at it and say, you know, obviously in this situation, what's even more tragic is his, his oldest daughter, uh, Gianna, who he refers to as Gigi, uh, passed as well in, in, the, in the helicopter crash. Um, and, you know, I think back and I, I say, you know, he accomplished so much in 41 years uh, of life. Um, and all I can really think about is, you know, even not being a Kobe fan, I, I feel, um, you know, almost in tears thinking about, you know, the tragedy of him passing along with, you know, eight others. And um, when you look at it and you say, all right, what what do we take away from this? You know, what do we take away from this um, life that, you know, is now gone at a younger age than everyone would expect. And I think, you know, what you take away from it is he was somebody that that you saw how much work ethic led them to success. And, you know, one of the things that, that you know, it's tough and it's debated is, you know, how much of, of someone's success is God-given talent and how much of it is work ethic, et cetera, uh, which is one of the big problems I have when people, is, you know, say, oh, these, these overpaid um, entitled athletes who are spoiled and, and, it, and it's a lot of times is, is uh, racially coded, but it's also, um, it lends to the fact that people think in a lot of cases that these athletes didn't have to work hard. They were born um, with this gift and didn't have to cultivate it as if, you know, the Mark Zuckerbergs who are, you know, born with an innate gift for technology or computer or computers or, or simply just have a, a different knack or a different gift as if, you know, they didn't have to work hard just because they had a special gift. And, you know, but from Kobe, what I saw is I didn't see the most athletic player. I mean, I think, you know, everybody, and I love Vince Carter. Vince Carter is one of my favorite players of all time. But I think Vince Carter was just as talented, if not more talented than Kobe was. Um, I think there are plenty of athletes that you could look at and say, all right, you know, Kobe was never the the quickest. He never was the most athletic. He never was the greatest shooter. Um, I mean, still first career shot around 33% threes. But you know who he was? He was a perfectionist. He took small things and he mastered it. He, he took a, a baseline, you know, one of my favorite moves in my basketball game that I played at LA Fitness is literally, I watched him, you know, doing this drill where he go left hand between the legs, fake, uh, he, he fake like he's going to do a spin and he take a step back jumper. And he, he perfected that move so many times. And I was like, I have to work on, I don't even like Kobe, but I have to work on this move because I've never seen somebody stop the shot. And, um, you know, it's one of those things now when I look at, at my everyday life and I look at the, the you know, how I'm acting with my, my kids as a father, how I'm with my wife as a husband, um, you know, am I, am I doing 
the best I can do? Like, am I being, you know, the the best version of, of myself that I can be? And I think, you know, that's a testament to his hard work. That's a testament to the Mamba mentality. And it's something that's going to be greatly missed. Um, look, man, it's, it's I, I, I've never been a fan of, um, on the court of this whole Mamba mentality as far as, oh, I have to take the last shot. I have to. You know, you have to be the killer because I, I think sometimes there's there's you know there's smarter chances of taking a jumper jumper over three people is better to pass it to an open teammate, and we can debate all you know all the um, you know that kind of thing from an analytic standpoint or from whatever. But one of the things that I can't debate is Kobe Bryant, even as a rival of a lot of the players and teams that I rooted for, um, he impacted me. I I, I enjoyed rooting against him. I enjoyed watching him play. I enjoyed now watching him grow into a, a dad who's coaching his, his daughter's basketball team, who's, um, you know, in her own right, before her, her tragic passing, was developing into one of the best, um, you know, young girls as a basketball player in the country. I mean, you could tell from her height, she she's had to be close to six feet. I mean, you look at pictures with her standing next to her dad, she clearly got the height and, and you know, worked on and polished her game in a lot of different ways that look similar to what, what he did. So, um, the takeaway I would say, man, is, is you know, tonight, you know, kiss your loved ones, talk to them. You know, don't don't take life for granted, man. It's, um, you know, it's, I don't want to be on like this whole somber, like, oh, you know, but, you know, you never realize, you know, you, you wake up today and you never think, all right, this is going to be the day Kobe Bryant passes away from a helicopter crash. Um, I mean, you look at it. Um, he, he texted Shaq's son this morning asking how if he was good because you know he's transfer he's transferring out of UCLA. He texted him this morning. Sharif responded at like ten. At that point, he'd already crashed. Um, there's so many things that go on in life that we we take for granted. Which and, and a lot of that is even just you know we take for granted the um, the invincibility of, of of our mortality. You know we look at it and say oh I'm gonna be here tomorrow and that's not necessarily guaranteed. So I would tell you, man, take your time, spend time with your loved ones, tell them you love them, make the most of everything you do, and keep that mamba mentality of being the best you that you can be. Because when Kobe Bryant looks back, or when we look back at Kobe's life, I don't think anyone can deny he he accomplished everything he probably could have accomplished and more. So RIP Kobe being Bryant, and uh, I'm out. Check us out uh, if you want to hear... More commentary on this. I know we'll talk about it on the podcast this week. Uh, on the Ami- it's at Amibros uh, underscore podcast on Instagram, at Amibros podcast on Twitter, uh, Facebook.com forward slash the Amibros. You can check out the podcast on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, uh, YouTube, any place where you can you can catch out uh, check check out podcasts. And uh, I'm out. Peace.